0: I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley Deboser, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm Karaski Melvin. In the second half of the show, sports director George Faust will chat with Louisiana golf head coach Theo Sliman. We also have the latest from the Cajun's men's and women's basketball teams at home. The Cajun volleyball team takes part in the Sunvelt Conference Tournament. But first, we'll start with Cajun football. Louisiana stepped out of conference and traveled to Tallahassee to play Florida State. Cajuns needed to win either this game or its final game at Texas State to keep its bowl chances alive. The Cajuns fell to the 19th ranked Seminoles 49-17. FSU scored on seven of its first eight possessions. Chandler Fields started for the Cajuns for Ben Woolridge. Woolridge is out for the season after injuring himself in practice. Fields completed 19 of 36 passes for 159 yards and a touchdown pass to Michael Jefferson in the fourth quarter. It was the first TD surrendered by Florida State in three games passing. The QB would run in for a touchdown as well. Cajuns need to beat Texas State next week in order to keep all hopes alive.
1: This last game of the year, I mean, it's it's the playoffs. You know I mean? if, If you don't win, you don't have a shot to get in, I mean, you know, five ones doesn't get you where you want to go. So, um, you know, backs against the wall, you really wanted to play well, get a little momentum in the second half, maybe start feeling a little bit better about the way you're playing the things you're doing. And, uh, you know, I I think it's important, you know, for us to have finished the game better, certainly than it started. And, uh, you know, you always go in there and you always try to build off the positive things, you know, I mean, there there are things and there are guys that stepped up and played well. Um, You got to correct the things that, Need to get corrected, um, but that's that's every week. Uh, honestly, the the, the goal is, right now is obviously to get the our sixth win, so that that's all the focus us all of where our focus is at right now. So, I mean, we just know that we just talked about it. I mean, we, we know that next week it, it's either sink or swim. You know, we have to win if we want to play another game, and, and that's that's the mindset that we're going to take in starting now. Confidence and whoever played. That's the uh, type of bun we have, and going into Texas State game, uh, we we looking at it uh, taking a day at a time. So we ain't looking towards the game yet. We got we got to watch film and then take the next day, go to practice, weights and recovery. It, it's one day at a time. The, the team want to be in the bowl game real bad. We we still focus. We enjoy every moment with each other. So that's that's really our goal right now to to get this last win to get bowl to have another game to spend with each other. I think I told him in the locker room we're gonna need everyone to a man. You know, to be their best this week, uh, you know, we're we're in the playoffs and we got to win and we got to we got to go out there and go find a way to win this game so we can earn another one.
0: Earlier this week, Cajun kicker Kenneth Almond was named the Louisiana Sports Writers Association and Sunbelt Conference Special Teams Player of the Week for his performance in the 36 17 win over Georgia Southern Almond was five for five in his kicks tying the school record for most made in a game. He also connected on three extra points. The 18 points are tied for the most among FBS kickers this season and broke the previous school record 16 set by Britt Baer in 2012. Let's head to the volleyball courts next. Louisiana was in the Sun Belt tournament and met a familiar foe in the first round, Appalachian State. The Mountaineers swept the Cajuns in the regular season series finale. Cajun's down a set and a point in the fourth. The returning Kelsey Bennett delivered a block. She had a team-high 16 kills and 10 digs to go with those four blocks. Then Coco Gillette sails an ace for the lead in the set. Cajuns would force a fifth set. Cara Orange gets the kill on that one. Then later on, match point Cajuns. Celeste Darling would use the fingertips to tip the Cajuns over the finish line to claim the match in five sets. The next night, the Cajuns played Texas State for a chance at the semifinals. Tied at 24, Texas State up a set. Rebecca Coderman delivers an ace. And then on the next point, Coterman does it again. She had three on the night. Cajuns would take set two. Bobcats would win set three and then have match point. In the fourth, Emily DeWalt ends the conference tournament for the Cajuns. Texas State wins in four sets. Prior to the tournament, the Sunbelt announced that Cajun middle blocker Cammie Hicks was named to the second team all Sunbelt team for 2022. Hicks posted a personal single season best of 94 blocks that averages to a little over a block per set. 56 of those blocks came in Sunbelt play. She ranked in the top five in the Sunbelt in blocks in conference play and overall. In September, Hicks was recognized as the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week. Against Sunbelt competition in the regular season, she had a 389 hit percentage, landing a kill in nearly half of her attempts. From the volleyball courts to the basketball courts, when Inside Cajun Nation returns, we hit the hardwood with the latest Cajun men's and women's basketball teams. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Cajun men and women recently in the Cajun Dome. Women looked to end a three-game losing streak. They hosted Texas Tech in the preseason WNIT. First quarter, Mariah Stewart gets the up and under for the Cajuns there. Then later, Lene Wheaton will capitalize and get a couple of second chance points. However, too much Lady Raiders. Louisiana down nine in the second. Bailey Mopin buries a triple. Then later in the third, Breambra Scott gets the hoop and the harm. Texas Tech wins 64-48. K.O. of two halves. You know, we really didn't play very well the first half defensively or offensively.
2: Uh, I, well, at least the first quarter, I thought we played pretty good defensively and just the ball not falling and, you know, it just kind of carries over that second quarter. You know, they kind of pulled away and made it a little bit tougher. But, uh, you know, the second half, I thought we kind of recovered and, and did some pretty good things. nine
0: newcomers, is kind of like, it's kind of hard transitioning, but like, when we in practices and on the road, um, we just be trying to build confidence and each other and like just keep playing with each other, trying to learn how, their tendencies, what shots they like to take, how what passes they like. But yeah, we're just trying to learn each other. Now, as for the men, they returned to the Cajun Dome undefeated and Asheville tournament champions. On Thursday, they faced in-state rival Louisiana Tech. Bob Marlin and the Cajuns looking to go 4-0 on the season for the first time since 1996. In the first half, they must fall with a dish to Kentrell Garnett, deep, three, see the three. Cajuns on the break, Jalen court with a pass, Terrence Lewis Jr. Tech led for most of the game and led by 11 at one point. Then Cajuns finally tied at 75, Garnett unties it. He had 16 points and was four of eight from three. Folks later finds Terrence Lewis who had a game-high 23. Then later, Another folks assist to Greg Williams. Folks had seven dimes in the game. Cajuns win 94-88. Head coach Bob Marlin wins his 450th game in Division 1.
3: All special. The guys drenched me. I'm soaking wet now and, and uh, they were excited and, and, you know, celebrating, you know, me and my success. So they're, they're the the reason that I do this, I love this team, and, and I'm going to continue to, to give them my best effort and, and hang in there even when it looks bleak at times. Uh, but we, we rallied just in time.
0: It's off to the links Next on Inside Cajun Nation, sports director George Faust sits down with Louisiana head golf coach Theo Sliman. Oh, Welcome back to
2: Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. I'm George Faust, alongside the UL Headman's golf coach, Theo Sliman. Theo, thanks so much for your time. Again, as always, really enjoy chatting with you.
3: Well, George, thanks, uh, thanks for the support. Always look forward to coming on Cajun Nation and uh, particularly love to come brag on the boys. So thank, <laughs> thanks for having
2: us. That's right. So, look, the, the season is wrapped up for the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next time we'll see you will be, what, in uh, February? Valentine's Day will be our next competition. So, yeah, a little sorry. bit of a break. So, you got, you got the holidays to kind of recoup, uh, maybe go practice a little on yeah. uh, whatever you need. But uh, you guys wrapped up a phenomenal fall season. Uh, I think, uh, kind of, uh, it, are you impressed with how, how, it, how it ended? And, and obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about Hawaii because uh, that's where you just finished up. But uh, just in, in general, the, the fall season went how?
3: Yeah, the fall season had, had some hiccups in it. Uh, mm-hmm. We started off pretty slow. Um, we had a, a fifth-year senior. Hudson Dubinsky was sidelined uh, the week before the season started with a, a hand injury. So that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but he handled it with such positive attitude and really maturity, which uh, we'll get to at the end where how he, mm-hmm. start, he helped us tremendously in our final event. But, uh, yeah, so we, we kind of just... Couldn't get anything going, had one good round of tournament, nothing, just our, our final rounds were pretty poor, playing some kind of mediocre golf and, and the ranking kind of a, showed it. And then uh, we got Hudson healthy and put him in the lineup for the final event in, 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 in Maui and, uh, and the, he really sparked us. He came out, uh, the team played kind of poorly that first round. Um, as a collective group, but Hudson fired in the fi- being the five bag, shot 68. and you could see it, you know that after the round you could see his teammates just like he's back. Wow. and you could see some confidence build in the other, the other guys. And then um, yeah then, then we were kind of off to setting some records, which was pretty cool to be a part of. Um, All
2: right. And let's talk a little bit about that because that that was the trip that I didn't get invited to. <laughs> um, but Jessica Leje took your spot. <laughs> oh man, oh, no, I, I guess Dr. Lager, do doc, do she, Dr. Lager took I, your I, spot. I guess she's, what she's like an associate athletic she's, director. Yeah. She's she's our, she's got a little rung up on me there. She's, uh, I get she's, it. She's our sport administrator. There you and, go. and she's really awesome <laughs> for our program. But yeah, no, right. So so uh, I was just kidding, by the way. Don't don't jest. Th- at least you think I uh, actually was thinking I was going on that trip. Uh, I was not, um, but, but talk about that. So you get to go to Hawaii and, and uh, quite the experience. And, and I, just from, from the start to the finish, I mean, it, it turned out to be one of your more productive trips in the fall.
3: Yes, it was. It was, um, like I said, we started off slow at Turning Stone. And then here in Squire Creek, we finished middle of the pack, 10 out of 20. And then, uh, then Gadsden came around and, and, and the team had the lead. Um, going into the final round and kind of got slapped with the wet towel, but we finished third there. Then all of a sudden, a- after that tournament, you could see the guys say, hmm, we belong here. Mm-hmm. And, and then they followed up Tempest with a, with a fourth place finish, and then then we did. We're very lucky to go to, to Hawaii. We have uh, the support there of the administration. They realize and recognize that it's a, it's a big event, a big trip. It's a, it's a big recruiting tool, helps us tremendously on the recruiting trail and uh and it doesn't count towards your competition days although it counts towards your rankings which is a huge plus as well um and so we went out to maui it was a new tournament we, we've been to hawaii before but we never played in this one and and, and called this coach there and kind of begged and pleaded for our fifth year seniors to 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 be able to experience a third island they're pretty lucky you know yeah. charlie flynn and hudson have been on three different islands competing for the raging Cajuns and Coach huh. Simpson, who by the way is going to come to the Louisiana Classics oh, cool. next year, not this spring but next, which is really neat. Uh, but the boys, the boys did. Hudson sparked us with a 68 that first round, and I, I can't remember exactly where we stood in the field. I think we were around 12th, and then had a, had, a, had a much better performance the next day, um, shooting five under following that that eight over. Uh, performance uh, of that of that first five-over performance of that first round, and then and then just off to the races the final round. It was pretty special. Eli Ortigo had a, a bogey-free 63 school record, nice. um, lowest lowest round shot in program history, and that's that's something to be said. You know when you mm-hmm. have the likes of just seeing inducting Mike Heinen into the Hall of Fame, right. Craig Perks, Greg Saunier, uh some pretty mm-hmm. some pretty strong players have come through this program, and he has his name on on top and and it's pretty pretty special for him pretty special for the team and very special for the coach Um, but it was a collective group as well where we saw you know charlie flynn shoot 65 that same final round and and jake marler shot 69 in that final round and we went on to shoot 17 under uh, which was a a program program individual record uh, along with Eight eight 54 hole stroke uh, program record as well. So wow. three records yeah. in one tournament makes that <laughs> makes that eight hour flight uh, worth it. Pretty out. fun coming home.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and so so you get a chance to to kind of experience that. Eli just seems to be playing at a high level, right? I mean, he's always been special. Mm-hmm. We we kind of see that, and you've talked about it, and I, I've seen it. I mean, got to see him in high school, mm-hmm. uh, luckily enough, and and then and then obviously with you guys. But does he have? Like you mentioned, some of those stellar names of of Cajun lore. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, do you? Is 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 that? fair comparison? I mean, is, is, does he look like he could possibly uh, make a career out of that?
3: No, uh, to answer that question, yes. Uh, very simple put, <laughs> yes. yes.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: he, he checks all the boxes. Um, he's a very mature young man, very talented. Uh, I think most importantly though, he, he wants to learn. Mm. Truth is, he wants to learn and he wants to compete. And when you, when you have that little recipe, and you're willing to learn, and you're willing to try things, and you're willing to do things differently, and, and experiment, in, in, the, in the hopes to get better. Uh, and you have the drive to compete. That's a pretty nice little recipe. Um, and, and and it's nice to see, you know, his teammates see that, and and, and he bring he pulls pull, he feeds off of them as well. Uh, but yes, to, I guess long windedly to answer your question, I do believe that Eli Eli can definitely um, he better make a make a, a run at the next level. Gotcha. Uh, I'll kick him in his butt if he does.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, sure enough, he's 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 doing a great job, and just watching. I, I mean, I haven't seen him play a lot of golf, but. Uh, I've had a chance to kind of follow the, the scores and I saw him in high school. I, mm-hmm. I, I've seen him a couple of times for when you guys play uh, here at the Louisiana Classics and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, a guy to keep your eye on, right? Mm-hmm. Take your pictures with him now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
3: but you know, some, not, and speaking of it as, as a collective group as well, um, something I've never experienced in 15 years of coaching, that final round. Not that final round, that, that final tournament in the fall, mm-hmm. all five of our players shot in the 60s. Yeah. You know, and so when you can, you, you, typically you see a college team, the one, the two, the three guy might shoot in the 60s, and sure. then you got your four or five guy kind of hovering around par, maybe 75 or so. Sure. We had all five. I mean, Milan, That's the impressive. freshman, shot 67 in the second round. Just to reference Jake shooting 69, Charlie shooting 65, Hudson shooting 68, Eli shooting 63. That in itself, uh, is an exciting um, to have in the, in, the, in the bank. Yeah, That's, that's sure an enough. exciting thing to have in the bank as a team, to know when you tee it up that all four of your teammates could
2: potentially produce today. That frees you up, yeah. and um, it's exciting. Yeah, good stuff from Theo Sliman. He's the head golf coach for the Raging Cajuns. We're going to talk more with him in just a moment when we come back in 90 seconds here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back. Well, welcome back to the show inside cajun nation george faust theo sliman there thanks so much for staying up with us and enjoying uh just a little bit of talk of raging cajun golf which quite impressive they just returned uh, a couple weeks back uh, from hawaii their final tournament of the fall so you now you turn the page you kind of take a break and and golf is one of these games where you you don't really take a break mm-hmm. right because you have to stay sharp so the, off season doesn't necessarily mean off. It just means you're not competing in a tournament. You, you want to come to the next team meeting? I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> would love to. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, okay. I'd love to
3: just play around with it, you guys. Let but you're talk. absolutely correct. Yeah. Because uh, you know we, we got back from our event. And yes, we had, we had had a nice event, nice end of the fall. Um, and that event, mind you, we were we were eight oh. under through the first 12 holes and shot even par that first round. So we fumbled. Mm. And wound up, wound up shooting, uh, shooting 22 under par, and finishing fourth. But sat the team down and talked about the off season. And I said, guys, I'm proud of you. We're excited. Let's celebrate this this this, this shot in the arm. But I said, guys, my biggest concern is that. Y'all are okay and content and think we really accomplished something really big and, and kind of get lazy over the offseason. Mm. I want to go find why we why we fumbled the, the the eight under par in that first round and had we not, we'd finish second. So my point is. You hope and you and, 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 a, and a good end to the fall, uh, true good teams take that as a momentum builder and work yeah. harder. And I think this team is made up of some true winners. Yeah. and I think they're gonna they're gonna it's really gonna push them into the fall, into the spring with a
2: good off season. It's very much like football where, you know, you, you want that bowl game because you get those 15 extra practices mm-hmm. that nobody else gets. Well, not everybody gets. Right. And uh, kind of that same mentality has to be, uh, I guess, transferred over and like, hey, we finished, but look, we've got a whole spring season. And, and that's, that's when the, you know, you're, you're going to play in the summer. You, your goal is to get to the NCAAs, right? Yes. I mean, that's what you want. So to do that, you have to continue. you got to show up prepared continue to build.
3: And, and luckily, you know, you we, we referenced Eli. I know Eli is going to go out to, to Arizona over the break mm. and, and spend some time with Ping. Um, Charlie is going to do, he's going to spend some time with a guy by the name of Mike Shannon out at, at TPC Sawgrass mm. and, and play in a couple tournaments over the break as well. Um, I know Hudson mentioned that he's going to probably stay down in Lafayette pretty much throughout the break for weather purposes, not go back to Missouri in the mm. cold. So, I can see in all their eyes um, that that they're they're gonna they're gonna work over the over the break.
2: In, in my limited limited capacity as a coach, uh, I've coached a few things. I, it, it, what happens when, when guys get older? You know, it's kind of like okay, uh, now the team is yours. Mm-hmm. You got you guys have to take over the team yeah. because I'm not the one competing. I'm I'm guiding you. I'm the manager. But I'm, 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 uh, you guys have to own the team absolutely basically, and I, I assume that's what you're, what you're seeing from these guys. No
3: we are, and it's such a reward you know um, you know the, the disappointment I guess in coaching is when, when kids come in and like you had high expectations for them and, and maybe they just for whatever reason they're slow to the game, mm. whether that's expectations on the golf course or off the golf course and then What's more of a reward is when they exceed your expectations, and I, we're seeing that with Hudson and Charlie. The, the, in a small nutshell, they're 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 men. Charlie just had a 23rd birthday yesterday. Um, Hudson and Charlie have grown into men, hmm. and, and you can see it as fifth-year seniors. They're they're ready to leave. They want to leave something special here. Nice. And and, and that you're right. As, as a coach,
2: that's what you want. Yeah. You want
3: you want your your seniors leading your locker room.
2: Exactly. And and so. The, the seniors will have one last chance to experience the Louisiana Classics, one of the coolest tournaments I think uh, around. Because you get you get a lot of different guys that come through, uh, teams that come through, and, and a lot of great opponents and mm-hmm. uh, competition that comes to Lafayette for that event. Uh, that's part of the spring season. What else? Uh, obviously, that's your highlight, I guess, because that's your one yeah. That's our home event. Host. Yeah. But
3: we, we actually got kind of not caught, but <laughs> we were we, we agreed to co-host an event. And then they had a coaching change with the school that we were co-hosting, so they opted out of hosting. So it got thrown on, <laughs> thrown on us to do the hosting duties, which we're fine with. We can handle it. But it's at, at Lake Lake Las Vegas, so uh, that'll be a fun fun trip and in a big big field, a lot of teams. But yes, the classics. You know, this year we have uh, uh, the U.S. Amateur champion, Sam Bennett. Oh, cool. So you're going to see a guy. He, he's like fifth in the country, competing for his you know, PGA Tour Q school. Uh, uh, here in college, they offer to the top, top collegiate players, they get, they get a PGA Tour card. Uh, so he, he, he won the tournament last year, shooting 66, 66, 66. I picked on him, I said, man, I'd have shot 67, just not to have three
2: sixes <laughs> in a row. But, uh,
3: <laughs> but uh, a neat thing we're gonna do this year, George, and you've been around the Louisiana Classics f- yes. forever with us. It's going to be televised as all as it always is on ESPN Plus, but we're going to we're going to flip the nines on the final round. Hmm. So that's going to have the leaders tee off of ten. Oh wow! So can you imagine finishing on seven, eight? Most importantly, finishing nah. on hole nine nah. yeah. with a one shot lead. Ooh. How hard is that hole going to be? <laughs> the water up there at the front. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> good friend of the program and friend of mine, Brian Saunier, uh, the physical therapist who was our quarterback for. Uh, for us back in the in the 90s he has a he's pretty passionate about it. he wants to see a big he wants to see a big gallery uh, around that ninth green so I'm, I'm looking to the camera saying we need to get you guys <laughs> there you out go. there the- uh, but we're going to put some bleachers up oh that's cool uh, maybe get maybe get some food and drink of choice
2: hey look you guys got to carry the flag because you know louisiana, o- uh, Cl- uh, louisiana, uh, louisiana open, open that's a good kinda, point kind of kind of uh, had had a, an adjustment there so yeah, and the idea
3: is to make number nine at at uh, Oakbourne, make yeah. it the waste management. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the the. Yeah. yeah.
3: Make it the waste management. Theme. Yeah, you know, right. get some students out there, get rowdy. A good shot is hit, clap. A bad yeah. shot's hit, yeah. boo. Yeah. That I mean, that would be fun.
2: You know? Well, you got to be careful too, because it's always a, a fine line when they're students. You still you know? yeah. true. <laughs> Don't want to boo them too bad, but I, it's all good though. Yes, yeah. I get it. Create the atmosphere yeah. and make it make it fun uh, for for everybody involved. Coach, thanks so much for the time. It always seems to fly by when you when you come chat with us, but that's a good thing.
3: Yes, thank you, George. I really appreciate. Appreciate all you do for our program.
2: Uh, appreciate the support and looking forward to uh, come and speak again in the spring with some more good news. Excellent. Sounds like a plan. Hopefully the, the Cajuns will be competing for that Sun Belt Championship, get into the NCAAs. And we'll, we'll be uh, following you around there. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be fun, right? Sign me up. <laughs> there you go. Coach Theo Sliman, he's uh, the Raging Cajuns golf coach. And I am George Faust, and you have been watching Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time, right here on Inside Cajun Nation.